So, um, I'm really proud of Taco Bell. Why? Yes. They are they are making a dedicated effort to actually produce authentic Mexican cuisine. Oh God! They this have why a you throw in an Italian accent? <laughs> it's authentic, authentic Mexican cuisine. Very good. It's the home of the pizza pie. Taco actually, Bell. that was a New Jersey accent, my friend. That was not it's Italian, Italian at all, but yeah. uh, so it's fairly racist. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they have uh, they have a, an official fried taco shell finally available at that Whoa. restaurant if you've not encountered this. The the new cantina beef cheese explosion orgasm taco thing that they've just put out which is just delightful and Scout if you Master haven't tried Kevin? it. <laughs> if that was the actual name for the um, Taco Bell taco I'm I mean, all in. It, it has to have crunch in there somewhere. So, you know, it's like cheesy orgasm crunch burrito fuck nugget taco. <laughs> also, Done. in case the, uh, the listeners well, listener can't see this unless they're on our TikTok, which they should be. Uh, but Michael's protecting his, his meat and thighs today. <laughs> He's no-no square. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, uh, they need to be contained today. So uh... He said, no, no, don't look there. That's my no-no square. There's a pug there. <laughs> So it's, it's all you got, uh, you got them man-sized thighs there, my brother. That I do. Indeed. And uh, speaking of all the, the nonsense that happens with thighs, hi, all come slingers, and welcome uh, to another spoopy installment of uh, the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. And we are going to ensure that we keep this, uh, you know, just rapid fire right and timely this evening because folks got shits to do. So I have something very incredibly disturbing and scary for you uh. to commemorate this, our glorious Samhain month, yeah. false purge not, and all that <laughs> authentic uh, <laughs> So for those who are blissfully unaware and completely unfamiliar with the format of this show, we usually delve into a random esoteric topic, and in the course of explaining it to one another, we lie. It's part of the fun. The joy of the episode is that the co-hosts have to try to ferret out what those lies are as they listen, so it encourages active listening skills, which Michael does not encourage in his own class. So, very and important to emphasize. I am in emphasize. his class, and that's why I don't actively listen. It's great. If no one asks questions, everyone can leave early. That's what I tell there's, them. There's no pictures in physics. Uh, and uh, thus... Uh, the whole... Actually, everything is pictures. You just Shut draw pictures. There's uh... <laughs> That's what they tell me, too. I'm sorry. No one cares. And <laughs> thus, even if you miss those lies as they come whipping your way, we will still relieve you of any of your misplaced notions at the end of the show because we have a little denouement where we explain what we lied about so you'll leave safe and appropriately informed Hopefully. so with all of that said i've got something which is going to be akin to the website of same name bloody disgusting this oh, evening nice. and i'm extremely excited to share with you so is everybody prepared i reckon give it to me mm. Uh oh, <laughs> Courtney's like, unimpressed actually... already. Well, why am I not shocked? Like, I'm trying not even to be here today. <laughs> why am I even I... here, Courtney? I saw your pre-roll. I think uh, if we're going to start talking <laughs> yeah, about what wait. isn't impressive, <laughs> wait, what was you the have pre-roll? too much black and mail on me now? <laughs> we'll discuss that at a later date. In any <laughs> event, 
This evening's topic is going to be the Blood Countess, Elizabeth <gasps> Bathory. Ooh. I thought you were going to say the last name of my ex-girlfriend. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, Darth Clitoris is not going to have a place on this podcast anymore. I've talked about this. I've been trying to be a better person. This isn't a long tangent. And like, you know, reconnect and be like, hey, sorry, things are weird. You're actually a good person, and I, I don't Lies. have the heart. Don't have the heart to to make sure that she sees this podcast. But if she ever does, I'm sure she's going to really tally all the good names that we've come up with. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, by the way, fuck you, Morticia Adams. Get the fuck out of here. I actually can hardly, or hardly, I can hard agree on that. <laughs> you were hard when I you agreed the first time. From my arrangement, that's what got me into this mess. <laughs> Indeed, just like banana bread. So. <laughs> Speaking of shit that shouldn't go into your mouth, the Countess Elizabeth Bathory was a Hungarian noblewoman and serial killer from the family of Bathory, who owned land in the kingdom of Hungary, which is now Hungary, Slovakia, and Romania for those playing the home game. And before I get too far afield, I will also tell all of you that yet again, there are seven lies waiting in this little story for seven you. Seven lies. <laughs> See, you you act like that's oppressive when I say there's a large <laughs> number. Really, what it means is that you're going to have more chances to get stuff right, which is kind of the goal. Well, I'd be lousy know. in a fist fight even if I had a knife, so that doesn't really do me much good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> more chances to get it wrong is what I hear. I brought gas to a firefight. <laughs> yeah. and, and by that, I mean I, sh I shit fight. myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... The Guinness World Records uh, lists Bathory as the most prolific female murderer in human history, though the actual tally of her victims is a matter of great debate. Bathory and four collaborators were accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women between 1590 and 1610. So, also if you're playing the home game, trigger warning... We're going to have a lot of discussions of violence, but again, I'm going to stray away from keeping things graphic. Aww. So if you survived the Heidnik episode, you're going to be just fine. He says, Why women and girls, teeth. though? We'll find I out. Mean, competition. True. <laughs> you are home. Also, there's some conspiracies afoot, my friends, and so if that helps to keep you engaged, remember, <laughs> take all of this with a grain of salt and a shot of penicillin, just like a date after Michael. So <laughs> you, You'll need Got two shots. Him. No, that's a rabies shot. It's different. Exactly. Yeah, that was the second shot. Yeah, Destiny's about to get that booster. And uh, <laughs> how? God damn, noop, noop. every two years you got to refortify. So, uh, Michael's big dumb balls are too full again. Oh, god, <laughs> every two years. <laughs> Let me call daddy who's not my daddy. <laughs> she, oh, so apparently she lost that uh, hypothetical John throughout a couple episodes ago. Apparently, yep. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so the highest number of victims cited during Bathory's trial was 650. But Bullshit. this number originates from a claim by a servant girl named Susanna indicating Jacob Slilvasi, Bathory's court official, had seen the figure in one of Bathory's private books and then quoted it to Susanna. And I think we've learned from Stephen King, you can't trust anybody named Susanna. It's just not possible. Oh, Susanna. Was that number bullshit? 
The number was not bullshit. Uh, I figured you'd take a swing at that. I was going to say, have we evolved? <laughs> have we evolved beyond number lies? Michael hasn't. Hey, <laughs> never. I will never stop. Uh, My next I have episode, had... all number lies. <laughs> I've tried to have as much of a moratorium on number lies for me in particular, just because. Oh, look it's at the me, guy but... with the high ground. Uh, <laughs> this is not sitting a up there on his tall series. tower. <laughs> what am I, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi over here? <laughs> Don't attempt it, Michael. I have the high ground. Cut off my legs. Well, I have pizza and depression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you That's seen about the? As well as you expect. Have you seen the the meme floating about that is uh, Anakin watching Qui Gon burn and and turns to Obi Wan? He's like, "Am I gonna burn like Qui Gon?" He's like, "No, you'll be alive when you burn." <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Made me very happy. Oh hell! All yeah. right. So this book, of course, which uh, had the tally of 650 bodies, uh, was never revealed, and Silvasi never mentioned it in his testimony. Also, worst criminal in human history, if you're making a fucking tally mark every time you dispatch somebody. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, a it, Victor Zaz, hokey Batman villain kind of nonsense, where you're like, this is tally number 20. At least she wasn't, like, tattooing herself like Zaz. Like that would you'd have to start searching for unique places to start making tally marks if you're at six hundred. I mean, I'd be interested in helping her find some, but yeah, uh, that means ooh we. I read in Braille. So, uh, <laughs> despite the evidence against Bathory, her family's importance was able to grant her a reprieve from a death sentence. So she was instead imprisoned in December of 1610 within the castle of Szczytje in Upper Hungary, which is now you. Slovakia. Thank you. I appreciate that. Let me add to Michael's snort. Oh, By the no. way, Superfan Steven was very upset at the limited number of snorts that were left oh, in on the audio. Really? Yeah, not, so. not to, uh, to derail, oh, but God. I think there has been a demanding cry to release the Snyder sneeze cut. Well, that's, uh, that's a bit awkward because I, I don't save copies of my own audio, so... Uh... Wow! No uh, one should, I said either. I was the most uh, smart person. Just I'll clip it Zoom. from Zoom. We'll do yeah, a whole uh, TikTok supercut. Like, oh, there we did, go. He did mute himself through the sneeze fit, though, which is really what Steven wanted here. So we'll we'll Why? be missing out. You on know, what? I'll do a. We can do some voiceover work. I was going to say, I'll, I, we can recreate it. It's. Uh, I mean, I had a pretty good uh, approximation at the end of the show, so I figure like we can represent. Because the somehow. thing is that Michael actually has. It's like the only like super masculine thing about him is how he sneezes. So like we just take that away from him on the the voiceovers and just go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god something like that john that was mean you need to apologize to michael i'm he, sorry he that you don't have a more feminine sneeze yeah thank you <laughs> Gotta be uh, can we familiar. include like the baby cry noise from that old rihanna song is like every time michael sees <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> Anywho, I uh, wanted to represent that because yeah. I wanted to, you know, just reaffirm to everybody that, you, as we've proven with this podcast time and time again, you can't please everybody. Apparently not. True. I'll just every sneeze is going to be actually magnified, so it just blows out a, blows out people's eardrums. There we go. And in the case of Michael's episodes, you can't please anybody. So <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it's a it's a real problem. One in four men. Uh, uh, anywho. 
<laughs> the stories of Bathory's sadistic serial murders are verified by testimony of more than 300 witnesses and survivors, as well as physical evidence and the presence of horribly mutilated dead, dying, and imprisoned girls found at the time of her arrest. Stories describing Bathory's vampiric tendencies, such as the tale that she bathed in the blood of virgins to retain her youth, were generally recorded years following her death and are subsequently considered unreliable. However, that is typically kind of the most popular folkloric aspect of her murder spree, is that she was doing this in order to maintain her taut feminine skin. Yes. So... Her story quickly became part of national folklore, and her infamy, infamy, her infamy <laughs> persists into the modern era. Some claim she deserved, or she served as the inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was published in 1897. Though there is no concrete evidence to support this hypothesis, I will get into why they think this in a moment. Okay, I is that a lie? Say, yeah, it is not a lie. No. Really? Okay, because I know we are living in a simulation. Oh my god! <laughs> I just started. I I never really watched. Uh, what is it? Ninety two, Dracula. With mm-hmm. uh, oh, only and I just I just started watching it literally last night. Considering that it was directed by uh, your favorite, the director of the only film you've ever watched, The Godfather, I imagine that you would be even more inclined to be riveted to it. Fuck! I had no idea. That makes so much more sense. It's a Francis Ford Coppola film, so the casting makes so much more sense now. Yeah, the only bad thing so far is Keanu Reeves. He's abysmal in that film, and I love that man dearly, but He has no business being in that movie. That yeah. was back when he uh, he only had like a couple of faces that he could really uh, make. Well, it's not only that, but he's trying. Not, sorry for the fucking tangents, but no, it's he's fine. trying to do uh, Keanu Reeves in that movie is trying to do an English accent because everyone yeah. else, <laughs> everyone else in that movie is a tour de force of acting, mm-hmm. and they can pull off accents. Even fucking Winona Ryder pulls off a really wonderful she does. English accent, and it's consistent. Gary Oldman he's acting against, so he's automatically like operating at a deficit. Yeah, he's the least qualified person in the room in those yeah. scenes, but. Anyway, it's uh, it's the same complaint I had with the like Kenneth Branagh version of Much Ado About Nothing, because you have all of these folks who are putting on an accent. Most of them are British, you know, like natives. And then you have Denzel Washington just showing up being fucking Denzel Washington. Doesn't put on any (laughs) accent, just talks like Denzel. Uh, Are you a wolf? And then all of a sudden you have Keanu Reeves, who is putting on a British accent and shitty at it. And so yeah. it just throws you out of the moment, uh, and yeah, it's very bro, dude. <laughs> Forsooth, why? Whence have you came? That is uh, that would be the best crossover if he just redid that movie, but played the other character. That would be beautiful for the listeners. Uh, Shane just did a perfect impersonation of Keanu Reeves and Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> Our new Dracula coming out next year. Anyway, you were saying? So the uh, nicknames and literary epithets attributed to her include, of course, the Blood Countess and Countess Dracula. Bullshit. No. God Not bullshit. Was that that before or after Bram Stoker? Or Stoker? (laughs) I I, I, I never forget. Stoker. I barely know her. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Stuff is being used against me. (laughs) But, so uh this is long before uh, remember really? uh stoker wrote in 1897 this is in the 1500s yeah i didn't so, know I, I i figured that that name was posthumous for uh, hum- yeah humus for her once again please 
No. Go ahead. Try it on. Post-humanist? Posthumous. Thank you. Man, uh, fuck English. (laughs) You've tried on many occasions. I've been present for it. I'm not allowing it. Hey, uh, hey, super Consent. Superfan, can you do a rule 34 of Michael fucking English? <laughs> Please. <laughs> you just have to replay every episode of this show. Oh, God. We need a consent Mine form. handle that. <laughs> so, Elizabeth was born on a family estate in... This is a... I'm going to pull a Michael here and not try to pronounce this. Uh, it looks like Nirebrator. So, she was born on a vibrator in Royal Hungary. That explains uh, a lot, to be honest. Yeah. It's... So there you are, in Royal Hungary in 1560, and spent her childhood in Exed Castle. Her father was a baron of the Exed branch of the family, and this is going to interest you, Michael, historian that you are. I I already got a history boner, that's why I have the pillow on me. (laughs) I can tell. So uh, it's the uh, brother of the Voivod of Transylvania. Oh, okay. There in the connection lay to dracula Interesting. Uh, and so while her mother was a baroness daughter of another voivod of transylvania so yes there is some interesting inbreeding happening here as per usual uh, <laughs> that's always uh, who, <laughs> who was apparently of the somlio branch and through her mother elizabeth was the niece of the hungarian noble stephen bathory the king of poland and the grand duke of lithuania of the polish lithuanian commonwealth, commonwealth and the prince of transylvania huh. so uh he drove a, drove a little red corvette and i uh, just just in case because i said i was uh, i i mentioned vlad from transylvania that that is completely wrong vlad was wallachian which was uh further east and south. You really yeah, they had, uh, they had those pocket, security huh? issues, yes. the Wallachian leaks. Yeah, so uh, people that actually care about history, I'm sorry about that misconception. <laughs> I'm so sure they'll learn to survive. Yeah, need some of these Shane Wises before I get out of here this evening. Yeah, if you were if you're looking for honesty. <laughs> well, if you Call wanted back. honesty, if you wanted honesty, you haven't come at all. So, Uh, as a child, Elizabeth suffered multiple seizures that may have been caused by epilepsy. So, for all the Last Pod fans tuning in here, you're going to note some of the heavy hitter tendencies present here. And this, of course, possibly stems from the inbreeding of her parents. At the time, uh, symptoms relating to epilepsy were diagnosed as falling sickness, and treatments included rubbing blood of a non-sufferer on the lips of an epileptic, or giving the epileptic a mix of non-sufferer's blood and a piece of skull as their episode ended. Really? A piece of skull? Is that true? Sure is. Huh. This is is the skull of old Ben. Oh, my falling sickness. uh, I just can't help but fall. You know, if they had life alert back in the day... Would have been a lot easier. Caught a case of the Transylvanian vapors. Listen to the children of the night. <laughs> what sweet seizures they have. <laughs> Anywho, this has led to speculation that Bathory's killings during her later life were part of her efforts to cure the illness she had been suffering since childhood. However, there is no empirical evidence to support this speculation, as you will hear is the constant refrain of this particular tale. 
Another proposal offered by some sources to explain Bathory's cruelty later in her life is that she was trained by her family to be cruel. Raised in it, molded by it, if you will. Stories include a young Bathory witnessing brutal punishments executed by her family's military officers, including decapitations, torture via Schandenstein, which is a pair of giant boulders that are hung about the neck as corporal punishment, which is terrifying to look at. If you okay. see some of the pictures of it, it's very disturbing. Uh, and of course, crucifixions, which is something commonly associated with Vlad the Impaler as well, and so... All of these things kind of make a weird melange as to why the Dracula connections exist. Was, but, was uh, he associated with crucifixions? I thought he was more just associated with impalings. Was uh, no, was associated with crucifixions. In case oh. you are unfamiliar with crucifixes, there is actually a sharpened point where your tailbone is. So you are technically being impaled on them as well as being just hung up there. Kinky. So uh, for folks who are not familiar with the crucifix, it is a far less comfortable situation than it sounds by just having your hands and feet nailed to the fucking thing. <laughs> it is actually driving you onto it. So you can't rest comfortably. Because otherwise you would be impaling yourself with a, another rod there. It's I thought it was just horrifying. To be like a vacation spot for Jesus. <laughs> Come join me in this sunny uh, random hill here. <laughs> I'm going to go fuck Mary Magdalene, then go hang out for a little while. You in? Hey, 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 don't spoil the next Dan Brown novel. <laughs> no, this is Scorsese he's quoting at this point. Oh, if you remember oh okay, okay. And all of a sudden, Harvey Keitel shows up with red hair. He's like, Jesus, what the fuck? <laughs> So, uh, on top of uh, the crucifixions, corporal punishments, and all the other nonsense, there was also one particularly disturbing tale involved a thief being apprehended and then sewn into the stomach of a horse as punishment. Wait, say no. that Say that again? So, uh, a particularly disturbing tale involving a thief who once apprehended was sewn into the stomach of a horse as punishment. First offense? Second time. <laughs> uh, it's very, it, for those of you who are Hannibal fans out there, you have actually seen this happen before, which is yep. fucking horrific. Yep. But did they uh, say, do they say why? I feel like that. I did not get further so, detail of, on that particular incident, my friend. It just sounds so oddly specific. Like, oh, Isn't he's it, a thief. Let's sew him to a horse. Uh-huh. Uh, I, it is not bullshit just to get ahead of that train oh, yeah, before yeah, you yeah. board it, but uh, but yes, it's. Uh, huh. I guess that was what they decided was an appropriate punishment for thievery. Wow, it you sounds are now... like more of a, a punishment for the horse. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right? You are now what horse, did that horse guts. Do? Also, I'm not. I mean, we're not saying that the horse is alive or dead here as well. Which contextually, I don't know which is worse. But uh, you could have either Definitely Midsummer see. or Hannibal. So play it either way you lay. Well, well the, the winters get really cold, so you know you got to sleep inside that horse. Cut it you open. thought they, uh, you thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You're going solo. Uh, so Bathory was also believed to have been educated by family members involved with Satanism. <gasps> and witchcraft. Ooh. Again, there is no verifiable evidence to support these claims, but my God, it makes a compelling story, doesn't that it? Is, that it truly that does. It do. in, in point of fact, Bathory was raised a Calvinist Protestant. Born into a privileged family of nobility, Bathory was endowed with wealth, education, and a prominent social rank. She was taught to speak five languages, including Latin and Greek, strangely enough. 
Why why Protestant? I feel like that's a little odd for the area. Call it, Daddy. Is it is that bullshit? She was Calvinist. It is not bullshit. No, she was really? raised a Calvinist Protestant. Huh. I was thinking about the Satanism being a little early. No. Nope. Nope. No, there was um I, I even mentioned in the Satanic Panic episode of uh cases of Satanism being hurled pretty much even in um well not necessarily in like roman days but like even to early medieval period and this was like way past medieval period it's an easy way to dec- or discredit anyone who is an opponent of the church in general as you just gotcha. claim that they are a witch or a satanist and sure in, in consort with the devil in one way shape or form so it might not be what we would consider to be the organized or uh, orthodox Satanism, <laughs> as otherwise established these days, but it's just, oh, well, they believe in the devil. I guess I should have paid attention to Michael's episode. I don't... It's okay, no one does. Hard... I didn't even. Oh, excuse me. It's a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah. You're the one. Uh, so, to uh, thicken this to you a little bit here, at the age of 13, Bathory allegedly gave birth to a child out of wedlock. The baby, said to have been fathered by a peasant boy, was supposedly given away to a local woman who was trusted by the Bathory family. Uh, For those who have enjoyed the graphic novelization of From Hell, you might see some hallmarks here. But uh, the woman was paid for her actions, and the child was taken to Wallachia. Ah. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, like, life expectancy back then was, like, 20 years, so she was basically an old woman when she was 13, right? uh, Well, not necessarily. Like, if you're thinking about peasants and stuff where, you know, they had to live in their own filth, yeah, sure, but she was, like, upper crust. She's nobility on top of nobility. So what? Inbred nobility on top of it. So it's kind of like a prize horse. She can afford to bathe once a year. So she, what, lived to ripe, like, 25 then? No, 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 we're thinking, like, 30. Okay. 30, Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Enough to see their grandkids. (laughs) <laughs> who were also 30 at the time oh, but, uh, <laughs> so uh, as is all too often the case here this story is anecdotal based on rumor and mostly related following her death so yet again maybe purely folkloric you're gonna notice this happening an awful lot people conflate things in order to help vilify or you know villainize this individual going forward there it's part of the suspicion that we have around some of the nonsense that is associated with her conspiracy theorists untie but uh, bathory was engaged at the age of 10 to count fenric nadasdi in what was probably a political arrangement within the circles of aristocracy. He was the son of a baron, and thus Elizabeth's social standing was higher than his. So subsequently, she refused to change her last name, and instead, uh, Forens assumed the surname of Bathory upon their marriage. So uh, she was very forward-thinking, this woman. Uh, nice. The couple married when she was 15, and he was 19, uh, on the 8th of May in 1575, with approximately 4,500 guests receiving invitations to the nuptials. Um, can I call bullshit on his age? I feel like typically these sort of marriages are, well, he is lower born, so probably, mm-hmm. but I would say he's probably older, probably nope. in his 30s. Really? Huh. Nope, he was 19. Well, I know that we've known nice. each other for years now, but... When you when you perk up on something, it is adorable. I uh, <laughs> I know a little like, too much truly about and these sort honestly, of things. Honestly, it just it's like one of those weird, like heartwarming things, like watching yeah. a dog pull a drowning Ooh. child out of a pool. Like <laughs> Michael, uh, Michael knows something about underage betrothal. Let's just talk about that later. <laughs> so. 
think of anything to retort with. <laughs> so Nadasti's wedding gift to Bathory was his household, the castle of Sitia, situated in Bless the you. Little Carpathians in present-day Slovakia. Mm. And for those of you who like Lord Vigo, then uh, you can join me in the Carpathians. Uh, the castle would serve as her abattoir, concealing her sadistic dealings and providing sanctuary for her most depraved desires. So Ferenc Nadasdi was a commander during several wars, leaving Elizabeth in charge of the estate, which included acting as governess of the area. He died on the 4th of January in 1604 at the ripe old age of 48. So there you are, Michael. Wow. Although the exact nature of the illness which led to his death is unknown. So yet again, another poison. layer in the conspiracy. Uh, oh, he was poisoned because she wanted him out of the way. I bet a lot of people say that. His illness, dis uh, it started in 1601 and initially caused debilitating pain in his legs. From that time, he never fully recovered, and in 1603, he was permanently disabled. Uh, he had been married to Bathory for 29 years, fathering five, possibly six, children with her. Uh, before dying, he entrusted his heirs and widow to Jorgi Thurzo, who would eventually lead the investigation into Bathory's crimes. Mm. Plot twist. So, speaking of said crimes, we'll flash into between 1602 and 1604, after rumors of Bathory's atrocities had spread throughout the kingdom, a Lutheran minister, Istvan Migyari, made complaints against her, both publicly and at the court in Vienna. The Hungarian authorities, as aristocracy is wont to do, took some time to respond to the complaints. Finally, in 1610, King Matthias II assigned Thurzo, the uh, Palatine of Hungary, to investigate. Uh, Thurzo ordered two notaries to collect evidence in March of 1610. By October, they had collected 52 witness statements, and by 1611, that number had risen to over 300. Wow. So folks were certainly <laughs> spreading a little bit of information about Miss Elizabeth at the time. According to the testimonies, Bathory's first victims were girls aged 10 to 14 years. Later, Bathory is said to have begun killing daughters of the lesser gentry who were sent to her gynasium by their parents to learn courtly etiquette. The atrocities described most consistently included severe beatings, uh, burning or mutilation of hands, the biting chunks of flesh off of the victim's bodies, most commonly the face, neck, and arms, uh, flailing and scouring of the breasts and genitals with treated animal pelts and horsetail, which is a type of weed that has barbs on it, and uh, is no bueno. Not is a lot the, of fun to look at. Is the bites uh, a bullshit? No. Huh. There was biting, which, again, the vampirism thing has some hallmarks that kind of echo throughout this. Uh, and furthermore, as well as freezing or simply starving them to death, because, you know, tried and true methodology, why change something if it ain't broke? Yeah, I guess, or, fuck. Or baroque, if it were. So, <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that was just bad enough to work. Uh, Thank you. Uh, the use of needles was also mentioned by collaborators in the court. So there were many suspected forms of torture carried out by Bathory. According to the Budapest City Archives, girls were often burned with hot tongs and then placed in freezing cold water, or covered in honey and then bathed in live ants, 
or tossed into a wasp's nest. What? I feel killing like killing me will not is... bring back your honey, Michael. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> is, is, is the honey in the ants bullshit? Nope. No. Oh, wow. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. <sighs> You're right, you are. I'm actually going to gift you my copy of that film that I bought to watch it, by the way, Michael. Oh, so, no, uh, gift it to me. I've never seen it. Well, you can we'll watch, watch it together. and then, you know, give it to Michael because it's okay. his favorite film. So <laughs> it's a happy Christmas for everybody. Oh, Not the bees. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Again, when you get attached to something, you just you latch super hard. It's why you're still breastfeeding. Yep. Yeah, just be glad that he hasn't punched out the bartender like happens in that film. <laughs> I mean, old clock. Here's wishing a motherfucker would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Elizabeth was often documented as also rolling up pieces of oiled paper and then placing them between the servant's toes and setting them alight. Uh, as Again, her sadistic like tendencies swell, you're is saying that, is that bullshit? Is that one nope. bullshit? I feel like I'm just gonna be slap happy. <laughs> I was gonna say like because I've heard other places doing that sort of thing. So, yep, no, this is actually a rumor. Mm. Uh, and then as her sadistic tendencies swelled, Bathory was also believed to have escalated into cannibalism, frequently consuming the pieces of flesh bitten off of her servants in front of them as they reeled in pain. So she's uh, I mean, an exceedingly sadistic fuck, this one. Well, yeah, what else like... are you going to do? Spit it out? It's a waste of good flesh. Yeah. It's... I feel like when you are looking for inspirations on modern horror and gothic horror, like you're absolutely on the money here, because that reminds me of uh, The Cell. You know, hmm. like that scene in the yeah. cell where he's turning the machine and getting the, the guts pulled out. The guts. I was going more Hannibal Lecter of let me cook your brain in front of you, but, you know. That was a traumatizing hey. moment, for sure. Indeed. And it's Halloween, by the way, so this is how uh -huh. we're commemorating the month of Michael's birth by talking about torture. Yeah, is your birthday today? No, the funny part, uh, actually, the way that the, uh, the date that this airs will be my birthday, it'll be Monday. Tight, tight, so, tight, wow. tight, 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 tight. So, uh, happy gestation commencement anniversary, 30, my friend. 36? 30? 36. God, do I look that, like, that destroyed as a person? What year is it? Do you want it, me to... Huh? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Michael, do you, okay. do you have a nursing home picked out, or should we pick out one for you? Oh, can we have one sponsored by uh, Disinformed? We'll, we'll get back to you next week to see which one will sponsor us. There we go. Safe I've got a lead. Repair, we got safe this. Micro place. <laughs> I like that the depiction is also that I'm like 98, and apparently I look younger than Michael. So the picture of Dorian Gray is working out for me. Well, yep. it's, it's all the blood. It's all the the virgins that you sacrifice. So. Hey, to say that with a little uh, little flair because of today's episode. A little a little virgins. <laughs> a little bit of blood. Uh, a little bit of blood. It's authentic. Hey. It's authentic hey. blood. Since we, you know, Italians and all that. Linda, listen, it's the blood. <laughs> the <laughs> random blood of vampiric peoples in Transylvania. And you actually sound like Gary Oldman, you fuck. How are you doing this? He's actually you do this Gary for a Oldman. <laughs> he's acting. No, he's Gary Oldman. He, this is just he's just setting up for a long, long movie. Strangely enough, person. random occurrences and abductions of girls from neighboring enclaves were reported to have occurred as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, she would hard. routinely, randomly abduct girls, just anywhere you could find them, leave them as it lay. Uh, so she took great relish in enticing victims into her carriage, luring them back to the castle with the promise of a grand feast, which for a 
Countess is very easy to provide, and everyone else is living impoverished in the surrounding area, so not difficult to honeypot people with this. Right. So she was the 1600s version of uh, I Have Candy Come in My Van. Exactly. Okay. It's just a hop in my carriage for a, uh, a you know, hunk feast. of ham. Yeah. <laughs> They'll do anything to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Behold, suckers. I have a turkey leg. Wait, mm? do you think she did a backroom casting castle? Oh god. Oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so please what, step in couch. <laughs> jump into my carriage. How old are you and where have you been? <laughs> now I want you to take your top off. <laughs> <laughs> I like where uh, this is going. Oh, I would watch that porn. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there Blah. is Elizabeth Bathory like style porn. I bet. Don't search oh. it. It's not safe for if life. If you I'm do, just gonna please. Go ahead. Uh, also, what's comments. even worse is you know the girl starts getting into it. it's like, oh yeah, you like my tits, baby. He's like, no, they're blah, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. I do not say blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'd wanted fried eggs, I would have ordered some. Good fuck. <laughs> All right, moving on. So victims would be given the seat of honor at the dinner table, which was positioned, oddly enough, over a trap door. So uh, Elizabeth's accomplices would then jump out from behind a curtain and strike the abductee's skull with a hammer. No, that's Sweeney Todd. Come on. Um, No, this Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's any of things that could have been inspired by this. Give me a second. At least let me get through the damn thing first. Uh, That's how I feel. The victims were purportedly then dropped through a trapdoor into a large metal vessel used for bathing, lacerated along their necks and legs, and then left to bleed out. Bathory is then believed to have either bathed in or consumed the blood, depending on the party depicting the sordid story. So, now that we're there, <laughs> for you folks who enjoy your wild stabs of <laughs> the dark, what do you feel is uh, a lie in that statement? May I start? Please. Yeah. I feel like the trap door is bullshit. No, I feel like it isn't. I feel that's <laughs> And Courtney? No, no, I just want to I'm just listening. Oh, I'm going to oh, say she doesn't she doesn't take the, the shit. The hammer she just to the them. back of the head cuz I feel uh, like the... it's a little overkill if you already got a trap door. I'm I'm enjoying exacting this because for once, yeah, the entire story's bullshit. Fuck, she didn't yes. entice people into their into her carriage or do any ah. of this nonsense. Actually, I stole this from the reason I decided to do this episode is as John will recall, I don't know how long it's been since you've actually seen the film or if you watched it in com- Completion or to completion. <laughs> I watched the completion. Exactly. Right. Uh, this is from Stay Alive, which uh, Elizabeth Bathory is the protagonist of that Stay story. Alive. And like a uh, a, one of the prominent points, if you're not familiar, this is a Frankie Munoz vehicle really? from back in the day Holy where it was about shit. the video game where if you died in the video game, you were killed oh. in real life. Oh, shit. Well, Guys, he came whopping, into my uh, Ikea one time. I saw him. What? What? Was he a Yeah. He, no, he was very nice. No, he he isn't like a... He, I think he's like more of a burnt out child star. He, I haven't exactly. seen him do anything yeah, else. He looked yeah. like he hadn't slept in like seven years. And he was he just there hasn't. like making a return yeah. at Ikea. Huh. The meatballs? What a kindred <laughs> Now, just, just sitting there is sadly just eating one meatball very slowly. <laughs> I can't eat these. They're very under-seasoned. Uh, just since Frankie, you, you don't have to up, do the accent. Do you want to take a guess at 
the score that it got on Rotten Tomatoes. Stay Alive uh, score. And by the way, it came out in March or on March twenty fourth, two thousand six. Uh, I'm going to go three and a half stars out of ten, my friend. I want to say six point nine, but I know that's too much, so <laughs> nice. I'm going to say four point two. Courtney, twenty four. Ten percent. Oh, Ooh. Michael, you take it. I, I don't <laughs> I care what anybody well, says. It's uh, rules, it's, it's a delightful film, and I love it to pieces. <laughs> you love it so much, why don't you gay marry it? I did. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he uh, legally could. Uh, Kristen presided over the matrimony, and uh, it was delightful, and you weren't invited. Someone so, needs uh, to revoke that bitch's privileges. Whoa. Yeah, well... <laughs> She's more entertaining than you. I wish she was back. Oof. You ain't mailing happened. anybody yeah. any panties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I can bring her on for sure soon. Well, Michael, get oh, ready. Oh, I bet you can. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. I'm scared. Here we go. So at trial, several... Wi- Congratulations. You've got a lie. Uh, at, at trial, Yay. several witnesses named relatives who died while at the Bathory... At- Gynasium, which is such a disgusting sounding. Just say it the way us Americans say it. Welcome to the Gynasium, otherwise known as the gym. Thank you. (laughs) So, uh, others reported having seen traces of torture on dead bodies removed from the castle grounds, some of which were buried in graveyards, and others in unmarked locations. So they dug up people? Dig dug, yes. Huh, okay. I Is mean, that bullshit? They, they were doing autopsies back then, my friend. It I just happened infrequently. True. It wasn't scientific or anything. It was just, oh, he was eaten by wolves. <laughs> There's teeth marks. Yep. Sure enough. Looks no, like it's it. not bullshit. Okay. So, uh, two court officials, who I'm not going to run through, but Jakob was one of them, uh, <gasps> claimed to have personally witnessed the Countess torture and kill young servant girls. So... How delightful is that when your accusers bringing the case actually witnessed you performing the acts? How fun. Ugh. And then, on December 30th, 1610, on orders from Nikola Zrinsky the Sixth, the Sixth, Thurzo went to (laughs) Sischi Castle and arrested Bathory along with four of her servants accused of being her accomplices. I will not name them because this is a a lot of umlauts. Can you try at least one, please? Uh, Yeah, just for Michael. Dorotia Simtis, Ilonia Joe, Katarina <laughs> Benica, and Janos Yushvari. So, Michael, I think the lesson here for you is, is to it, always try. Is that if you say it with confidence, we're not going to, we mm-hmm. might not catch it. And also, Janos's <laughs> nicknames were Ibis or Fico. Fico! <laughs> Fico Suave. <laughs> So, according to Thurzo's letter to his wife, his unannounced visit found one dead girl and another living prey in the castle, but there is no evidence that they asked her what had happened to her. Although it is commonly believed that Bathory was caught in the act of torture, she was actually having dinner. (laughs) Well, same, same, depending upon how bad the chef is. If it wasn't Courtney, we can't speak to the quality. I mean, this dinner itself is torture. Am I right? Am I right? Okay, Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) What's the deal with airline food? You can't get away with making jokes like that, Michael. Not in this economy. Nope. (laughs) 
It's my favorite bit of John's that I co-opt from time to time. So Thank you. Lot I, I like yeah. that bit a lot. Yes, yes, it, it works very well for you. Uh, so you. <laughs> initially, Athurzo made the declaration to Bathory's guests and villagers that he had caught her red-handed. Pun not intended. Uh, however, mm. she was arrested and detained prior to the discovery or presentation of the victims. It seems most likely that the claim of Thurzo's discovering Bathory covered in blood has been the embellishment of fictionalized accounts. So, Thurzo debated further proceedings with Bathory's son, Paul, and two of her sons-in-law. A trial and execution would have caused a public scandal. Uh, an influential family, which at the present ruled Transylvania, would be disgraced. And Elizabeth's considerable property would have been seized by the crown. Mm, can't have that. Nope. So, Thurzo, along with Paul and her two sons-in-law, originally planned for Bathory to be spirited away to a nunnery, but as accounts of her murder of her daughters, uh, I'm sorry, but as accounts of her murder of the daughters of lesser nobility spread, it was agreed that she should be kept under strict house arrest instead, and that further punishment should be avoided. Was it bullshit that they were going to send her to a nunnery? No? Sure one. Get thee to a nunnery! Yeah, no, uh... It's a good Shakespeare quote, actually. But uh It's the one I the only one I know. Okay. So <laughs> oh, of yeah, Hamlet oh, of all the quotes you could have pulled, besides Alas poor Horatio, or you know, <laughs> I could be bounded in a nutshell and count myself a king of infinite space, were it not that I have bad dreams, and you have get thee to a nunnery. Uh, I also have uh, what you egg, and then the response he shoots him. I can so. see why you want to fuck the English language. But, uh, <laughs> anywho, moving on. Uh, most of the witnesses testified that they had heard the accusations from others, but didn't see it themselves. So now mm. we're getting into hearsay, which in modern courts Ooh. wouldn't have held up very well. Some, but, uh, some panic going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, some servants confessed under torture. <laughs> also, not really credible in contemporary proceedings either, so you're well, sensing the this theme tables. manifesting. <laughs> You'll have to torture me again to get that information that I was tortured. <laughs> I, I'm prepared. I've started so, to like it. <laughs> I think this Please. is probably where most of the rumors started, is how they were torturing the servants to get the information about how she tortured people. Go God. figure. So hey, what's good like for torture. <laughs> what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Uh, so the they were the king's witnesses, of course, and they were executed quickly. So we get a confession and then kill them. Why not? Dead men tell no tales. The accusations of murder were, of course, then subsequently based on rumor. There's no document to prove that anyone in the area actually complained about the Countess, so there is nothing on the record to certify any of this happening. It's all posts uh, the actual events themselves. Should also be noted for context that in this period of time, if someone was harmed or an offense as paltry as a stolen chicken was noted, a letter of complaint was written. So if you so much as bit your thumb at somebody, there would have been a lengthy documentation letter somewhere. So the fact that this woman could, by their claim, dispatch 600 people and not be noticed leaves you just a little bit incredulous. I but, mean, she uh, waved at me in the market one day, and I thought she was pretty cool. So I mean, like, you know, she can. it's not my daughter, so I don't care. I my heard she had a problem. casting yeah. couch in her carriage. 
Ooh, it's a nice <laughs> leather couch. It's very black. Anywho, the lack of documentation in these instances is suspect. Uh, unless one, of course, believes that the Countess was supernaturally adept at hiding her crimes, which I'm sure castle walls help in this, but not entirely. People do talk, as evidenced by all of the accounts here. People don't forget. So two trials were, of course, held in the wake of her arrest. The first was held in January of 1611. The second, later on in January. So it was the January 2nd, and then right again on the 7th of January. Ooh, so like, fast. First <laughs> one down. <laughs> Didn't like it. Let's do it again. Didn't like the torture. <laughs> Another one. Another one. Hit that. So, uh, on, remix. On January 25th of that year, Thurzo then wrote in a letter to the Hungarian King Matthias regarding the capture of the accused and her confinement in her castle. Uh, the Palatine also coordinated the steps in the investigation with the political struggle with the Prince of Transylvania. The widow was detained in the castle at Sitzje for the rest of her life, where she died at the ripe old age of 54. Whoa. Whoa. Ancient. She's like got two, to see her great-great-grandchildren. I was going to say, that's like two grandmas old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they actually, uh, you know, rate ages and everything. You're the age of two grandmas. <laughs> you, I wonder if she, uh, if she had a vaccine, though. <laughs> Anywho, uh, as, uh, as Thurzo would document, Bathory was locked in a bricked room, but according to other sources, she was able to move freely and unhindered throughout she the castle, uh, tantamount to room. house arrest for modern judicial proceedings. Then, on the evening of August 20th, 1614, Bathory complained to her bodyguard that her hands were cold, whereupon he replied, It's nothing, mistress, just go lie down. <laughs> she went to sleep and was found dead in the morning. Uh, okay. She was buried in the church of Shishia on November, on November 25th, <laughs> but purportedly due to public outrage, was later disinterred and relocated to her birth home at Exed, where it was then entombed in the Bathory family crypt. Uh, the location of her body today is unknown. The Shishia church or the castle at Shishia do not bear any markings of her possible grave. So, now we get into a little bit of the controversy. Several authors, such as Laszlo Nagy and Dr. Irma Sadetsi-Cardus, argue that Elizabeth was the victim of a conspiracy. <gasps> Nagy uh... declares that the proceedings against Bathory were largely politically motivated, possibly due to her extensive wealth and ownership of large areas of land in Hungary, escalating after the death of her husband. Now, if we want to get back to our histrionics here, uh, let's talk about patriarchy, shall we? A woman <laughs> who had a lot of land and forced her husband to take her surname. That's not going to get anybody riled up. No, certainly not. Uh, in any event... Uh, the theory is consistent with Hungarian history at that time, which included religious and political conflicts, especially relating to the wars with the Ottoman Empire. And no, we're not talking about furniture, as Michael will attest from that violent head nod in the background. <laughs> Uh, and so, the spread of Protestantism and the extension of the Habsburg power oh, in Hungary. Ooh, Alabama, play Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> so we're interconnected. We've got some. We've got some Eskimo <gasps> siblings from your episode into mine, which is very oh my handy. God. True that. I'm Incest wondering... and Habsburgs. 
Mm-hmm. What a wonderful theme we've created for these shows. <laughs> uh, moreover, Matthias owed a large debt to Bathory, which was canceled after she was arrested. Huh. Oh, the one time canceling something actually was really good. So what you're saying is I owed money to somebody and in the reverse mafia setting, we started torturing all the people that we owed money to and then imprisoned the person to get our debt relieved. Hmm. No, that's not possible. Funny how that works. (laughs) Strange, strange. Anywho, there are, of course, counter arguments made against this theory as there are for every other fucking notion that has ever stricken somebody, essentially. But uh, the investigation into Bathory's crimes uh, sparked by complaints from a Luther... Let me start over. The investigation into Bathory's crimes was sparked by complaints from a Lutheran minister, Istvan Migyari. Migyari. (laughs) Migyari. (laughs) I speak third most Italian. Uh, (laughs) This does not contribute to the notion of the Catholic Habsburg plot against the Protestant Bathory, although religious tension is still a possible source of conflict, as, of course, as we noted earlier, Bathory was raised Calvinist, not Lutheran. And, of course, this is where the Sadesky Cardus publications come into play. Ooh. Pardon me, needed to relieve myself there. Okay, I do So, in her book, An Examination of the Life and Trial of Ursbit Bathory, the good doctor argues that Bathory's position as a female in power stood in direct defiance of the patri- patriarchal system in Hungary, best exemplified by her insistence that her husband adopt her surname, which, of course, ruffled the feathers of many courtesans and was a grievous offense to the minister Istvan Migyari, who uh, brought the original accusations against Bathory. While Martin Luther insisted that all Christians, not just some, share by faith in the same spiritual priesthood, the Reformation had some mixed results in their opinion of women. Hmm. At, At the beginning of the 16th century, women's life choices were limited so living as a single independent woman was not acceptable so most women had to transition from being under the authority of their fathers to being under the authority of their husbands and then if they outlived their spouses to that of their eldest son so elizabeth a far cry from a simple sexual servant to her husband was a firebrand of a woman who stood as a pillar of authority due to her husband's absence due to conflicts in the region and thus, it's believed Elizabeth may have bristled at Minister Migyari's proposition that she remarry or bequeath her holdings to her eldest son, and this led to her being depicted as a practitioner in torture, witchcraft, and cannibalism by the church. <laughs> so, with all of that said, in order to support Bathory's innocence, the testimony of around 300 witnesses and the physical evidence collected by the investigators would, of course, need to be addressed or disputed. That evidence included numerous bodies and dead and dying girls found when the castle was entered by Thurzo. Now, that might just be him fabricating things, or it might be a result of the torture he was, in fact, inflicting while they were going through this process. So, some of this is a little dodgy. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Sadesky Cardus argues the physical evidence was exaggerated and Thurzo misrepresented dead and wounded patients as victims of Bathory, as disgracing her would, of course, greatly benefit his political ambitions. Right. So, that has got me to my final paragraph here, and we will bring this into <laughs> summation. But oh, uh, the case of Bathory inspired numerous stories during the 18th and 19th centuries. The most common motif of these works was that uh, the countess bathing in the blood of her victims uh, to regain or retain the beauty of youth. Uh, 
Uh, this legend appeared in print for the first time in 1729 in the Jesuit scholar Laszlo Turoshki Tragica Historia, which I don't know why I put on my uh, my immortal voice for that, but yeah, you should check the uh, the Zoom chat because Courtney does have a cold read for you after we're done with this. Oh well, now I'm excited. Uh, but of course, this was the first written account of the Bathory case. Uh, the story came into question in 1817 when the witness accounts, which surfaced in 1765. Now remember, this stuff happened in 1602 to 1610, so we're all the way now into 1765 before Holy people hell. start giving accounts. Which you know, it's like the Bible. Mm. A little time mm. passed. I'm like, I'm kind of dodgy on your details there. Uh, the uh, of course. None of these things included references to blood baths. So, debunked. Right. Uh, <laughs> in his book, Hungary and Transylvania, published in 1850, John Paget describes the supposed origins of Bathory's blood bathing, although his tale seems to be a fictionalized recitation of oral history from the area. Yet again, just uh, rumor and innuendo, as it were. Uh, it's difficult to know how accurate his account of events is. Sadistic pleasure is, of course, considered a far more plausible motive for Elizabeth Bathory's crimes. And that, friends and neighbors, brings us to the end of our spooky story. Uh, of which we got nothing. We, you got we one got line. something. Yeah, I mean, that's basically nothing. I kind of have a stab, I feel like. Go. Poor choice so, of words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you mentioned that, like, if you stole a chicken, there would be, like, a write-up on, like, a complaint. Mm -hmm. Is that a true thing? Like, they were sure actually is. keeping documentation yes. of those things? I mean, think about... So, in the modern times here, we have social networks so we can air our grievances sure. and ills against one another. Back then, you had word of mouth in the community. So, <laughs> if you got offended because some woman across the street, they stole my chicken, you would tell everybody. Yeah. And, of course, if you wanted to report them so that they would be punished, you're going to write it down. So, back right. then, when words were power, you would just, you know, throw accusations. I mean, people were burned at the stake for less. I mean, if yeah. you're just looking funny, you could be accused of being a witch. So because actually absconding with someone's knew... chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, terrible. Uh, I'm going to take a stab and say that because I, I like tank, uh, taking stabs. Uh, the the villagers go. actually did have complaints with her. Um, no? Nope. They they. Nobody had a bad thing to say about her at all. I mean, plenty of folks had bad things well, to say about her after they were being tortured. Yes, yes. So, that, yes. I, and I, again, people started coming out of the woodwork when they realized that things were being investigated. So mm -hmm. then, you know, this kind of turns into were they manipulated? Were they being kind of coerced into giving statements or were they doing it of their own volition? So a lot of this is very speculated. But no, I did not make that up. So it is a lot like the satanic panic. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like anything, a lot of these sin. investigations have very sort of similar tones to them as the witch hunt trials or anything else where you're taking disinformation or something that was just heard rhetorically at times and running with it. Anything else? I realize I threw a lot of information at you. A lot of it was history driven because I knew that Michael has to get served sometime. And yeah, I appreciate it greatly. 
I leaned into John's poop fetishization, and you know, I've uh, certainly done what I can I to like try to keep Courtney entertained with yeah, some things as well. Yeah, you're giving a little so. bit of every or something to everyone. Involved. I'm trying. It's very nice of you. Now I just I gotta do. sneeze a bit for Superfan Steven, and then we'll be fine. Oh, also, <laughs> I came. I came up with uh, the actual uh, art prompt. If if uh, the superfan needs the art prompt to work. Mm, so now, okay. instead of it, Michael fucking the English language, I think it should just be like the back of Michael's head. And then what he's looking at is the black leather couch. And there's just a dictionary like, <laughs> like <laughs> partially opened on there. <laughs> and then there's like a little speech bubble. And it's like, so tell me how long you've existed or something. Oh, know. my God. <laughs> I do have on good authority. We've got two pieces in the works. Oh, I don't know what right. they are, mm. but I'm very excited. All right, kids, you ready to get these lies? Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. it. You're going to get these hands. Mm. So lies number one through three is Bye. that the stories of uh, young Bathory witnessing brutal punishments executed by her family's military officers. It was everything but the uh, being sewn into the stomach of a horse was Aww. a lie. Oh. So you danced all around it. So uh, decapitations, torture via the uh, Shandjetst, uh, or Shandjetsten, which that's a Dutch torture. That's It's not uh, Hungarian mm, or Dutch. anything that happened in Transylvania, but it is heavy stones around the neck, which is horrifying. I looked things. up torture methodology for this nice. for you all, so I'm sure you can appreciate <laughs> that. And oh, then, I'm um, sad. Oh, I'm sad that you didn't pick bucket rats. That's my favorite medieval torture. Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Yeah, it's I didn't go the American psycho route for you. I was sticking more with the Dracula, and hence why crucifixions are included as a lie, is because that was something commonly associated with Vlad the Impaler, hence why it's called Damn the Impaling. It. I called the so. wrong thing. You're so close. Ah. You were. You you sniffed all around it and then you you ran away. Wait, so did you say the ants with honey was Bullshit that or... that comes later. Oh, okay. The, okay. Those are things yeah, she was accused of. I'm referring to the things that she uh, supposedly witnessed, witnessed when she was a oh, young girl. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, the things that may have impacted her psychologically speaking to make her want to do these things as uh, an adult. So uh, that's one through three. Uh, lie number four is one of her methods of torture, which is the flailing and scouring of the breasts and genitals with animal pelts and horsetail. That did not happen. She was not accused of that as something, again, I found while I was looking up torture methodology and uh, different implements. So, you just say it but came from you... your imagination. It's fine. And I'm going to include a link to horsetail in the show notes so you can all go and examine yourself because it's some scary looking weeds, my friend. I was nervous. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, line number five was that she frequently consumed uh, the pieces of flesh bitten off of your their servants in front of them while they reeled in pain. Yeah, I thought that one was called, right? Uh, no, he, he asked whether or not she actually bit them. Oh. And she did. She just didn't eat the stuff. Gosh, <laughs> damn it. It's like a she's a, she's a quitter. No. She's a spitter. No, I quit. I, I could have continued, but I, I gave up. Also, I did just look up horsetail herbs, and uh, 
Woo, that that looks painful. Also, uh, Michael asked me about that bullshit before I said this lie. Gotcha. So uh, that's why I did not give him further credit for it. Okay. So uh, the next was the one that you did catch of her uh, enticing victims into her carriage, luring them back. This is a trope that you can find in any number of things, uh, not limited to From Hell, the film Stay Alive, where she was depicted as a character doing this. uh, And of course, as Michael said, uh, pedos grabbing people with candy so it's a it's a common trope i figured it'd be easy to slide in there but y'all found it so congratulations well thanks and then uh lie number seven is the entire premise of the book by uh the sadesky cardus nothing about the patriarchy here absolutely nothing about her offending people by wanting to keep her own surname and being a an empowered woman in the times uh in point of fact the uh, work re- indicates that Bathory's persecution was used in Transylvanian politics as a mean to ruin the national reputation of the Bathory family and to legitimize the uh, Palantine Yorgi Thurzo's quest for power has nothing to do with saying that she was a a woman and offended everybody it's largely just saying that he wanted political power and that's why she's been uh excoriated in the realms of public opinion which is even more progressive yeah 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 (laughs) how fun so those are the lies that i had for you this evening as we got into our required spoopy topic for the glorious month of october well, that was great. Very good. I like when we go Indeed. to spooky topics. I like that and you always sound like someone's, you know, like father who's disinterested and just wants them to get out of the way of the fucking television <laughs> every time I finish an episode. So I was like, that yeah, was, that was uh, great. That was good. Yeah. Well, that right. was great. Well, all right. You know, got to bring some things from my child. You know, bring me a beer. Present, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Dad, look what I did today. Oh, uh-huh, cool, son. You? Yeah, awesome. you came on the wall and the said out. the cat did it. I got it. Get the fuck out of here, John. <laughs> yeah, we've all experimented. You're great. You didn't even read those books, John. Shut up. I'm trying. I'm trying to watch Armageddon for the eighth time, you fuck. Get out of here. It's a cinematic masterpiece. (laughs) I have to be polite to asshats in every facet of my day-to-day existence, except in these walls. Now get the fuck out of here. Listen, I'm going to give you a little bit of love and a lot of emotional crippling stuff. Go. Nice. If if you're lucky, later on, some of my offspring is going to give a few other things. But uh, Shane, you have a cold read. Indeed. Courtney says that you need to do it for the TikTok, which listeners should allegedly follow. Okay, is this uh, the thing that was in the chat earlier? Oh, yeah. Uh, that you expect me to read while I'm reading my actual presentation? And yeah, things yeah like to this. stop more... everything cold If Courtney heart, asks you to do something, like, you have to right do it. That's the, the wall, stop Look, what I want always They're... happens last, guys. I understand. It's fine. Uh, I haven't even done my bit yet, so it's not the end. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Wow, priority. <laughs> also, Michael can't read from that far back. I can't. So he I, I, know I, the, okay. So All right. Well, uh, I whenever I'm asked, naturally and I do have to. Action. <laughs> I drank the blood of some people, but the people were on drugs, so now I'm a wizard. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> I think that was almost a almost a one to one. Oh my god, that was amazing. I'm I mean, so happy. I, I feel like I can do better. But, okay, uh, uh, take two. Alright, we'll do take two, just so I can feel better about this when I go to sleep tonight. Action. On top of the bodies of poor young girls. Ooh. Um, kid. It's just jokes, Mom. I'm, well, then I'm out. They're, they're all of eight. See ya. I'm not Michael. Um. Alright.
I drank the blood of some people, but the people were on drugs, so now I'm a wizard! <laughs> I actually, I think I like the first one better, but I, I, your heart was in the second one more. I love it so much! Just do both. Why not both? Um, also, I'll go ahead and petition that I do think that Shane would genuinely enjoy the show What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, uh, M- Melissa wants to watch it uh, immensely, so it, it is something we will probably. I think encounter, it's right, sure. right on, right on brand for you. I think there's a lot for you to enjoy in it. Um, Russell Brand? Oh no, fuck that guy! No, I was like, he's in that. Um, no. Also, why are we fucking that guy? I mean, I would. Uh, I mean, Cancel. get him to the Greek is your favorite fucking movie on the planet. So I don't know why you'd be throwing shade. <laughs> I don't even know the last time I saw it. Whoa, <laughs> two Whoa. weeks ago. Suddenly, the reason he you like me been makes watching it while we've been recording. I was... so... Are you saying I look like Jonah Hill, and that's why he's been attached to me for the past seven years? Is that is just he's got a desperate need to try to fuck me in some I've way, shape, or form to, to get, get to him? No, you're to better a... than Jonah. You're better. Than... <laughs> Which you have Jonah? much better. Which beard? Jonah? Yes, yeah. let's clarify. <laughs> Because there is another Jonah he's trying to fuck. Suddenly your M.O. makes all all the sense in the world to me, Watkins. Whoa, 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 what? I'm just trying to get glimpses of some nice, smooth hogs. So now I just envision, like, you and I being uh, Jonah and, and DiCaprio at the end of the Wolf of Wall Street, just crawling on the floor trying to get to each other. Just if, if I could get you addicted hopelessly to drugs, I would I would go down that road with you. Okay. I would Aww. I would cr- I would play creepy crawlers with you while we were high. Yes, you and I just driving cars at like two miles an hour and just destroying everything in our path seems like a reasonable thing to do. I mean, probably what a way to go. I was gonna say that's that's basically the way to do it. Yeah, it's um, like the weekend album, just uh, you know, sprung to life all over again. Right. <laughs> um, uh, well, in, in spirit of the season, I've been trying to like rewatch things that I haven't watched in a long time. Uh, Michael didn't ask how we're doing, but this is how I'm doing. Too late. Um, <laughs> He stole my bit. <laughs> I rewatched uh, Sleepy Hollow over the weekend. Oh, such a good and call! It's so delightfully cheesy it's a good movie. and campy. Uh, it, I was smiling the entire time. It was so much fun. Uh, Christopher Walken as the headless horseman is quite possibly one of my absolute also, favorite things to ever see in existence. Oh, uh, yeah, one yes, but two, he has no lines of dialogue, which is probably no. the best thing in the movie. <gasps> well, I disagree. He does have one of the greatest delivered lines in the whole of Walkenism, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Sorry, how could I forget? I I was meaning like English words. Oh, it's an English word. I'm fairly certain if you look that up in the dictionary, Michael fucked. It's gonna be there. And then G G H. Give it as a vampire. Well, since this is coming out the Monday before Halloween, do you want to give a a horror movie recommendation, Shane? Because I know you always got one in the chamber. Yeah, we did that I last do. year. We didn't do this. We didn't do that this year. You we know, could go we're... around if we if we want. Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, if uh, apparently since I'm starting, I recently watched, and I'm sure it's not for everybody, but I uh, for the first time I encountered It Follows. Oh fuck Ooh. yes! Which I absolutely adored. I was not prepared for that movie at all, and I just saw the visual element oh, of the God. giant lumbering guy coming through the doorway, and I was like, oh, I need to watch this shit out of this, dude. So and good. I really enjoyed it. Conceptually was very interesting. Had all of the glorious like morality elements that you usually find in horror films and yet was like compelling storytelling, very well acted and featured some folks that were very easy on the eyes. So I, okay. I was not opposed to that at all. It's a good time. 
Uh, Courtney, do you got one? Because you've actually watched horror movies. <laughs> my favorite horror movie is my childhood. Um, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and you can't watch. And you can't watch it's it. Not for the That's one of the heart. few times that Michael's like, ah, was perfectly timed. And I, I really, it actually made me giggle. So well That's done, Michael. I'm <laughs> proud of you. Nailed it. Got it once. That's all that matters. I think everybody should have to watch Malignant. I just... Dude, I was going to say it as a joke. I just... There's something about that movie that just... It just tried so hard. And you're just like, Mm, what are you doing? And I love that. (laughs) And it's a great movie. You're like, oh, that's cute. You tried. I'm I'm making a Halloween costume from that movie. Okay. Malignant is like a stand-up comic that's bombing on stage. And you just get to watch them fall apart. So there's kind of a sick schadenfreude that, that plays into the enjoyment of that film. So you're like... This is so awful. How did they get fucking funding for this? Like, oh, Bloomhouse. Okay, I got it. Makes sense. <laughs> makes sense. Michael. Um, I mean, I You're the only the only man? horror movie that I've watched. Aragon doesn't count. <laughs> it is not a horror movie. <laughs> it no, depends it on if you like yeah. Jeremy Irons or not. <laughs> I love Jeremy Irons, <laughs> so uh, not a horror movie. But um, so I'll drop you on the roof, Master Wayne. <laughs> The only thing that I've seen is Horse Girl, which uh, oh, I think you I talked about that last it. week. Uh, yeah, and, and, she has a um, name, and she's your stepdaughter. I don't appreciate that being ouch. an epithet. That you... <laughs> she is not a horse. She is. She's a not, human. and I. That's why I'm defending her honor. You besmircher. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Allison Brie. Anyway, um, you're the th- only one. Back... Sadness <laughs> just doesn't get it for me. Uh, but. <laughs> If I had to give a recommendation off the top of my head, I would honestly say The Babadook. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good call. That one was a super fun film. I haven't Um, seen it in years, but I'd recommend it. That is in the bag of horror movies that I handed to Jonah and Courtney. So you can get on that. Um, If I had to recommend one off the top of my head, it would probably be a a tie uh, between another two movies that are in the murderous horror brown bag. Um, and that would be Midnight Meat Train or The Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods if you're in Cabin the mood the just to like great. hang out and have fun. And then uh, Midnight Meat Train if you're in the mood to be disgusted and you don't want to watch Hellraiser. Well, also, on the subject of Hellraiser, if I can dovetail because it just sprung to mind as well. If you have not, and it's topical, if you haven't seen the original Candyman. Oh, uh, I Which haven't. is also a, it's a Clive Barker film. Uh, really? one of the few that he also directed and wrote. So oh. super cool, really fun. And then also I'm very stoked to see the, uh, new re-envisioning as well, which I hear is a lot more poignant and, uh, well, has some, who- some very dedicated jabs in it. So I'm super it was, stoked uh, to see I haven't it. seen the original, but I saw the, this new one and it was, it was a good watch. Yeah. Okay, you, you gotta. The context of the first one is is fairly important. Just That's because what I it read. Has that yeah. cheesy, you know, kind of <laughs> feel to it from the '90s, but it's so cool. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the actor that plays Candyman in the most recent one was the Candyman in the original '90s. They do. He does come back. He does have him. Yes, and that's a. I I mentioned this to Melissa because I was joking about the gentleman who's in a lot of A24 pictures who plays the Green Knight. Oh, in the film yeah, of the same name. Guy, yeah. I was like, I admire people whose voices are lower than mine for some reason. Apparently, <laughs> it's something I have a fixation for. And so, yes, the gentleman who plays the original Candyman is magnifique and very stirring with the dulcet tones. Mm. 
Well, uh, I guess that's a a wonderfully horrific way to end a blood-spattered angel of an episode. And so thank you all for being with us as per usual. And Michael, I'm going to allow you to ask a question. Well, I think we already kind of uh, did that, but just in case I'm still giving you the opportunity. uh, You claim you were cucked. That's fair. fair. For any other things that people want to get out, you know, um, how's everyone feeling this week? Cool. So, uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate you uh, having your contribution there, my friend. And we appreciate all needed. of you That's for lending an ear and listening to something that was pretty bloody awful, as is all too often the case when I'm talking about things bloody I'm disgusting. passionate about. Indeed, indeed. So, if your nipples feel particularly piquant or uh, bruised after this episode, my mm. apologies, but uh, that's why we've got those triggers in the show notes. Also, in the show notes is a link tree with all of our socials, so you can go scope us out there. Courtney is still doing the Dark Lord's work over on all of our <laughs> random channels, including the TikTok, where apparently we're going to have a lot of fun just winging your way for this episode in particular. And, uh, of course, occasionally, All too infrequently now, but we still do have a plethora of content available for your eager eyes and ears over on the tubes of you. There's, uh, you know, bloody over 50 episodes of Disinformed After Dark, which I'm sure most of you have not really spent a lot of time with yet. Other than Superfan Michael, who is being very diligent in commenting on a bunch of things as he goes back through them, which I get a a little mile marker of where he is in progressing through (laughs) some of these things, which is very entertaining get to actually know us as people uh the after darks is a very clear indicator uh Mm -hmm. and if you want us to do more then yeah you got to watch them so that we see that there's bigger numbers on there and that's a big motivation and also to toot our own horn, uh, because I, I do like giving the occasional tease, we are the podcast that pays back. So if you pay attention, we will pay you. Yes. And Courtney put together a really glorious care package that is winging the way of Superfan Michael. And also we have a lot of stuff that we have lavished on Superfan Stephen as well. So there's plenty to be had if you engage, as Michael is all too <laughs> fond of saying. Yes. And the, the deal still stands. Uh, if you like subscribe comment interact with us we will give you michael's home address to do with whatever you want to nothing's off limits if you you want to collect some teeth for your collection there's a free address he doesn't lock his back door at night indeed he if you want to saddle that horse and go for a ride it's a good old time yeehaw <laughs> yeah, I heard he's handing out uh, king size ho- candy bars for Halloween. So yep. I'm going to charter a bus. We're all going to uh, go over there. Uh, it's going to uh, be a good time. Well, unfortunately, they're baby roots and he made them in the bathtub. So I would not put those in your mouth. You know, you can get rid size. of them real quick by just waffle stomping them. God. <laughs> it's also a number three for those of you who want to order one off the menu from well, John. Yep. I was going to so, say more like a number two for one. some of those, but, you know. Quality over quantity. Quantity yeah. over quality. We want the uh, the Cornish version, not the, and I don't mean pasty, right. uh, as opposed to a say. smooth. So <laughs> We want the one that looks like corn. That's what we're going for. So ladies and germaphobes, as always, thank you for being here. We sincerely appreciate it. And of course, uh, go to your preferred podcast provider app. Give us a little love, a rate and review. We would love to hear from you. And subscribe, you salty bastards. You want to keep getting us frequently important to do but tell your uh friends. yeah tell yeah, your friends hide your kids <laughs> hide your wife <laughs> if you're listening I'm this you probably don't have friends for... i'm sorry Ouch. it's 
fine point. Prove her wrong. Uh, yeah, pro- yes, there we go. Prove you her wrong. Do it. And Michael is yeah. attempting to penetrate your ears up in here. I'm sorry. Shinshi, shinshi. So for the uh, disinformed penetrate... Damn it, I almost nailed the dismount <laughs> You almost did. For the disinformed <laughs> penicast this this morning, this evening, this, morning. this afternoon, and good night. What time go, is it? Where am I? Go French fried titty fuck yourself. I don't know. I've, I've started to lose my mind. <laughs> it's Tuesday. I'm, I'm out of my rhythm. Gotta go down on a Tuesday. It's like Friday. Gotta wake up Labor Day to this. Uh, so, all right. For the disinformed cuck cast this week... I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. Kill it before it spreads. And Mr. Miguel. Zippity zoop, we're out of here. Blah. <laughs> <laughs>